today on the Tearsheet Podcast. When we go back to uh, the early days when we we're looking to, to create a venture fund back in 2015, I think we recognize that the financial services space is undergoing one of the greatest revolutions uh, I, I uh, assert in the history of mankind uh, with just the, the pace of change. And we really saw that um, uh, a need for these types of technologies to, to find their way into the credit union system so that the, the system itself remains strong and relevant well into the future. And you know, one of the best ways we thought to do this is to form a venture capital fund. Hey, this is Zach Miller, Tearsheets Editor-in-Chief. I wanted to tell you about our upcoming Convergence Conference. Banks and top fintechs are both headed in the same direction. They're building products and services to handle an increasing share of their customers' needs. Whether our firm started as a bank or a personal finance app, we're all headed in the same direction. Tearsheet's Convergence Conference explores this trend. With senior speakers from Chase, Citizens, American Express, KeyBank, Anchorage, and more. Join us September 14th in New York City. Go to the Tearsheet website and click Conferences for more information. The Convergence Conference is sponsored by Publicis Sapien. Welcome to the Tearsheet Podcast. It may be surprising to hear that 124 million Americans are credit union members. Serving that constituency isn't always easy. That's because client expectations are high as financial service providers compete on experiences with Netflix and Amazon. Kuna Mutual Group partners with over 95% of all credit unions in the U.S. to help them better serve their membership with insurance and investment products. Kuna also invests in fintech. Brian Cass is the managing director of CMFG Ventures, the firm's venture capital arm. He joins me on the podcast today to discuss the challenges credit unions face and the role fintech is beginning to play to help them level the playing field. We talk about CMFG's mandate and some of the firm's investments, like a firm, current, good money, and steady. Lastly, we look ahead to see just where Brian is interested in investing in the future. Brian Cass is my guest today on the Tearsheet Podcast. My name is Brian Koss. I'm the president and managing director of CMFG Ventures, and we're the venture capital arm of CUNA Mutual Group. And uh, what what is unique about CUNA Mutual Group is just the footprint that we have uh, within the credit union system. Uh, we today partner with over 95% of, of all credit unions in the United States and help those credit unions um, uh, better serve their, their membership, which um, surprises most people when they hear that there are over 124 million Americans that are credit union members today. Wow. And, and so why was it important for Kuhn to set up an investment arm? Why set up an investment arm? Yeah, I think it's really critical um, when we go back to uh, the early days when we were looking to, to create a venture fund back in 2015, I think we recognize that the financial services space is undergoing one of the greatest revolutions, uh, I, I uh, assert, in the history of mankind uh, with just the, the pace of change. And we really saw that um, uh, a need for these types of technologies to, to find their way into the credit union system so that the, the system itself remains strong and relevant well into the future. And you know, one of the best ways we thought to do this is to form a venture capital fund so that we really get a seat at the table 
that we get an opportunity to see uh, some of the emerging technologies at, at very early stages, and then find ways to introduce that technology into the credit union system. So that really is was sort of the genesis and, and um, strategic purpose of, of setting up CMFG Ventures. And how is that structured? Are, are, some, are some of the credit unions in the network um, limited partners? So we uh, don't have any credit unions as limited partners. Um, so all of the investments are funded off of the balance sheet of mm-hmm. our parent company, CUNA Mutual Group. Um, and there are some um, regulatory limitations on, on credit union investments in fintech companies. Um, so that's, uh, yeah, we're, we're not able to have credit unions invest alongside mm-hmm. us, but really uh, what we're focused on is creating this ecosystem uh, between fintechs and credit unions um, that really kind of brings those two worlds together. And that's, uh, you know, as if not more important than the investing itself. Interesting. So, so Brian, can we talk about the ecosystem and I guess what happens uh, when you deploy money into, into a, a new portfolio company? How, how, does, how does that company then become part of the ecosystem? How is it introduced? Yes, a great question, Zach. And, and this is something that, that really, as the fund has evolved, we're really looking to, to kick off and accelerate as we move forward. But we kind of look at it in a couple of different ways. Um, one, we are uh, next month launching what we're calling the FinTech Forum, which is going to be uh, an opportunity for credit unions to engage in direct dialogue with FinTech companies, uh, for credit unions to have discussions among themselves uh, around what they're doing with regard to FinTechs. And we want to provide a series of educational programs, uh, webinars, and other events to one, familiarize credit unions with fintech companies, you know, two, to get more credit unions comfortable uh, with trying to navigate this space, and three, really trying to break down the barriers that, that many fintech companies face when they try to go into the credit union space. And, and so we kind of want to break barriers down on both ends uh, to make that happen. Um, you know, in other cases, we'll look to help some of the portfolio companies with distribution into that credit union space. So yeah, as I mentioned, we, we work with over 95% of credit unions and we also um, uh, provide products or services to over 1300 banks. So you know, we have over 6,000 financial institutions that we work with at CUNA Mutual that provides you know, really tremendous opportunities for, uh, for companies in the portfolio. Um, I guess I'm curious from the entrepreneurial point of view, what do you see are some of the biggest challenges um, in, in, in B2B companies that are, that are trying to enter into, to sell into um, the credit union space? Yeah. It, you know, one thing, and, and you know, I think credit union executives would agree it's, it's, it's a pretty tight knit organization or community uh, with respect to, to credit unions. And, um, if you're a company that credit unions aren't familiar with, it's very hard to, to get, uh, to have the doors open, uh, to even have that initial conversation. Um, you know, our, our CUNY Mutual has been around for 85 years and, and throughout the entirety of our history, we've worked with those credit unions. So, um, you know, oftentimes by just having, uh, 
uh, you know, our name associated with the company, it, it does help kind of uh, get those initial calls and intros. So that's certainly one of probably the hardest uh, challenges that, that fintechs face. Just getting also, their attention. Yeah. yeah. I, I also spent a lot of time talking to, to credit union executives. Uh, and, and tomorrow uh, I'll be speaking at a conference on, on this very topic. And what I hear from the credit union side is it's really challenging uh, for credit unions to try to navigate the fintech world. Um, uh, you know, by some counts, if there are over 6,000 fintechs globally, that's more fintechs than exist in, in the U.S. credit union system. And they just don't know where to start. And so there really are challenges on, on both sides of this that mm. we're trying to address through uh, CMFG Ventures. That makes a lot of sense. So, so let's talk about the CMFG Ventures. What, what's the mandate? So the mandate is, is uh, really to focus on um, fintech companies that can help address uh, the needs of credit unions um, that might have relevant technologies that credit unions can use to better serve their members. Um, and uh, yeah, we really have a, a dual mandate. So it's both financial and strategic like most um, uh, corporate venture capital funds. But yeah, we, we uh, primarily invest in series A and B stage companies for um, for our initial involvement with a check size of, of one to, to five million. But because we are strategic, we've uh, invested in seed companies and uh, have led a series D and, and have invested in even later rounds. So um, the, the rounds are not as, as important to us mm -hmm. as sort of the strategic value that those companies might be able to bring uh, to the credit union ecosystem. And do you continue to invest in later rounds? We do. Yeah, mm. we continue to invest in, in later rounds and, and follow those companies uh, as they mature and grow through investing and um, through these other opportunities. Um, and is there a focus primarily on BIC in the portfolio B2B and B2C companies? Can you, can you speak to that? Yeah, really. B2B2C, um, right? Yeah, in, in yeah. many of the companies that are, are direct to consumer, um, there either is an existing relationship or, or play between that company and credit unions, or in some cases, you know, we look at the future roadmaps of these companies, and um, there, there can be situations where, where credit unions could play a part in that company's uh, growth as, as they um develop that roadmap. But for example, we have um, four companies, four or five companies in the portfolio that are direct to consumer lenders. But what's really unique and distinct is that these companies are partnering with credit unions uh, where the credit union provides the funding for those loans. And then the consumer becomes a member of that credit union. Mm -hmm. So this year alone, we'll, through those portfolio companies, uh, we'll originate over $5 billion of loans for the credit union system. That's very interesting. So are, are there themes, Brian, that I guess cut through the portfolio? A couple of themes, I would say, that, that really emerge uh, if you look at the companies we've invested in. And, and today, we've invested in 27 companies. 
Uh, in the current portfolio, we have nine companies that are in the lending space. Um, you know, lending is really the lifeblood of, of credit unions. And you know, we see a lot of fintechs in, and big banks taking market share away uh, from the credit union system. So again, we, we view fintech companies as really critical uh, to the lifeblood of, of credit unions as we look ahead. So that's a big component of companies that we're interested in. Um, uh, you know, I think maybe what would come as a surprise to some credit unions is we also invest, uh, have investments into what I would describe as challenger banks. Um, so current and good money are in our portfolio. Uh, and, you know, one, you know, these challenger banks certainly pose uh, a potential risk to credit unions. Um, but you know, one, they provide tremendous learnings for us. Uh, we're able to see how these challenger banks um, are really resonating with younger consumers. And again, in, in these instances, you know, we see the potential down the road uh, um, for there to be unique partnerships between even challenger banks and credit unions. So uh, those are a few examples of, of uh, companies in the portfolio. And I'd say the last one, is really companies that are focused on, on financial wellness. Uh, and when, when we look at the sort of the core demographic of, of both CUNY Mutual Group and credit unions, you know, it really is focused on the middle market and focused on consumers that oftentimes get overlooked um, by a lot of the larger banks or that are underserved. And that's a theme that really resonates um, throughout many of the companies in the portfolio. And technology is a great way uh, to, to provide greater access to financial security to that middle market than, than we've ever had before. And that's you know, one of the things that, uh, that I love about my job is, is you know, we can um, provide those technologies uh, into the credit union space and, and fund companies that, um, provide financial security to everyone. I appreciate that. And I, I appreciate how that must feel also as well, deploying capital, you know, even though it's for a, a financial return, but uh, you're doing good. Um, and I guess as a, as a, as a takeoff from that question, I, I see also there are companies that use a language of like social consciousness um, around their customers. Is that, and that feels to me, at least on this program, like a relatively new thing um, that we're hearing, at least fintechs employing that type of language. Um, it, it, do you see it the same way? Is there a theme of social consciousness? Yeah, it, there, there certainly is with, with a lot of companies out there, uh, especially when we're looking at some of the direct-to-consumer companies and uh, a company in our portfolio that's been around for um, almost 10 years is a company called Happy Money. And, and sort of that social consciousness um, really is embedded in the mission of, of happy money. It, you know, it, again, it's, it's embedded in the mission of credit unions and, and our companies. So there's tremendous alignment uh, across uh, all three of these groups. What we've also focused on and, and what we're really excited to, to, uh, to discuss, and, and we just announced uh, re very recently, is the launch of a sister fund to CMFG Ventures and, and it's uh, the CMFG Ventures Discovery Fund. And um, you know, the, the mandate of the Discovery Fund is to invest in um, seed and 
uh, seed companies um, that are founded by women and founders of color uh, and other underrepresented groups that traditionally have lacked access to, to capital. Um, we're looking to invest uh, $15 million over the next three years uh, mm -hmm. into these early stage companies um, and uh, help those companies not only through capital, but again, uh, we, we're looking to um, provide opportunities for these companies to, to get in front of credit unions. Uh, we want to create a, a, almost a corporate mentoring program where, where credit unions can take some of these companies under their wings to help them uh, on their product roadmaps and go to market strategy. And again, I think it just, again, is it, it very uh, uh, closely aligns with um, sort of this strategic mission that we have and, and sort of social consciousness uh, through our investing. That's really interesting. Um, I know, Brian, you mentioned a couple names, um, in the portfolio. Can we talk about, I guess, a, a couple more just to get a, a, a smattering of the types of investments that you've made? Yeah, I'd be happy to, to talk about a few companies. So They're like your kids, right? Yeah, they are. Yeah. They are, <laughs> yes. And like kids, you love them some days and yeah. you get uh, a little frustrated on other days. But uh, but all in all, they're, they're always part of the family. Um, yeah, I'll talk about a few. The first one I'll just briefly mention is a company called Line. This was one of our first investments through the Discovery Fund, uh, but Line really is a, a subscription platform that offers access to emergency capital of up to $1,000. Um, and there's no interest on these lines and there's uh, also no income restrictions. So again, this can be a lifeblood to to somebody that has that emergency crisis. You know, they have a, a car repair that they need to make just to get to their job. Um, and, you know, they're not able to access traditional um, lines of, of credit uh, or, or borrowing. And so really excited to have Line in the portfolio and, and to work with that company uh, as they look to grow and mature. You said that's um, a, subs a subscription product. So it's like, it's kind of like an insurance product that doubles as, as a lending product. Correct. Yeah, so okay. you pay a monthly yeah. subscription fee um, in order to access uh, this, you know, kind of line quote of, of credit. It's not uh -huh. credit, but um, that's sort of the analogy between the products. So very innovative way um, to to provide a financial lifeline to uh, consumers who may be struggling. Got it. Um, we have another company called Steady. Uh, what's really interesting about Steady is that they're uh, what they um, I would describe as an income building platform uh, that aggregates um, personalized work opportunities, primarily focused at the gig economy. Um, and what they're really focused on again is trying to to um, strengthen the asset side of people's financial um, balance sheets. And, uh, you know, especially with gig workers where you might have more sporadic income, they're doing some amazing things with the data that they're collecting, um, working with banks and credit unions um, to help uh, overcome some of the challenges that um, providing lending to, to gig workers provide. So super excited about Steady. Um, and just we a saw, few others. That, we saw Steady make some partnerships with Challenger Banks um, at the beginning of the of the pandemic. Yeah, and they yeah. they were 
um, you know, tremendous enable even working with some states in terms of being able to to provide proof of income for gig workers. Mm. Um, you know, that's that even that in itself creates real challenges um, to to verify income. But through the study platform, uh, they have you know access to that data. Um, so again, I think uh, tremendous opportunities for for study to really have a positive impact on the financial lives of, of uh, all of their customers. Um, and then just three others that kind of fit in that lending category I mentioned Happy Money, which provides uh, consumer loans, uh, Moto Refi provides auto loan refinancing, uh, Renify uh, provides lending for home improvement loans and Splash uh, provides um, student loan refinancing. All of those companies are working with credit unions to provide those loans. Um, so it's a good example of, of you know, how uh, those companies have, have strengths that they're able to bring to the credit unions and the credit unions to are, are able to, to really kind of leverage the strength of their balance sheets to help these fintechs. So it's a it, real symbiotic uh, uh, relationship between, uh, between those companies. And in the remaining time we have, um, I'm curious um, what you're looking to invest in now and, and into the near future. So you know, we'll continue to invest in in companies in the lending space and financial wellness space, and and again, um, it really companies that that can um, uh, either provide uh, needed technology or solutions for credit unions or that um, provide products or solutions to, to really kind of reach into that very large um, credit union membership. I, you know, one, one area that uh, we're starting to take a closer look at is, uh, you know, just starting to, to look at cryptocurrency. And, and right now we're really just sort of um, trying to understand the role of, of credit unions in terms of what they may need in terms of servicing their members uh, in the crypto market. So mm -hmm. excited to dig deeper into that, um, but that's one that we're uh, going to be focusing on um, in, in that space for the next uh, uh, 10 months or so. I like sort of the synthesis of like old school, new school type. Um, I guess the, you sit at that intersection investing in technology for for a very traditional type of, of uh, financial institution. Uh, I just find that perspective quite interesting. Yeah, it, it has been interesting. And it's been interesting even talking to credit unions uh, at these various conferences. Um, yeah, I'd say three, four years ago, you know, the majority of credit union leaders were, I think, fairly dismissive of um, the impact that fintechs would have on their uh, on their businesses, you know, like you say, they're <laughs> they they tend to be more old school, and mm -hmm. and I, I think what we saw kind of coming out, well, uh, you know, through the pandemic and the impact that that's had on uh, many industries, including financial services, you know, it really has opened the eyes of a lot of credit unions, recognizing that they really need to do uh, a lot more uh, to kind of get their uh, house in order to to really kind of compete with not only fintechs but it's the, the big banks. I mean, I tell credit unions, J.P. Morgan um, Chase has a larger technology budget than the entire credit union system combined. Wow. So uh, the only way that they're going to compete with that is through through these unique fintech partnerships, and and uh, 
we're, we're here to try to make that happen. Brian, it's been great talking to you. Thanks for joining us on the Tearsheet Podcast today. Yeah, they, thanks so much, Zach. Uh, really a pleasure here and and uh, great to kind of share the, the story and, and mission of, of CMFG Ventures. Mm-hmm.